You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. First one of 2019, home of unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. Back again. Happy New Year. Edward, how are you, mate? I'm hanging in there. You- starting the, We've started the New Year off uh, much how we left it, Tom. Yes. Uh, nursing hangovers. Yes. We are recording this on a Sunday. Doing it on a Sunday. We were supposed to be doing an interview, Tom. Yes. Uh, we've been shafted at well, the last. Fun, I mean, in keeping with the uh, sort of the way things go, our interview, our guest, uh, Sydney Hobart winner, Will McKenzie, is also hungover as fuck and had to pull out. He's throwing up. So we're in here on a Sunday because we thought, look, we're what here. better way to please the punter and the dribbler, Tom? Yes. Than by delivering a Christmas gift of sorts? Well, a New Year's gift. Christmas was a while ago. But you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Now, last podcast, I think we did talk about how we, we dropped one with Dylan Buckley. Thanks, Dill. Big, big ledge. We did talk about doing a best of, and I didn't do that, right? Yeah. I didn't make the best of. I know you didn't. But there's a reason there, and I just want to uh, let the pun on the dribbler know. Oh, there is a reason. There is a reason. Because I always thought you were just being a lazy piece of shit. Lazy. No, no, no. So what happened was my computer shit itself. Uh, while it was updating, I almost lost everything, Eddie. All the podcasts we've ever done. So I went to Apple, and they were like, oh, there's a seven-hour wait for a, a, an appointment. I'm like, well, that's just simply too long. So I left. In fairness, I did come back seven hours later, and then they were like, well, you've got to be here for six hours because we've got to get all the shit off your computer because I didn't back it up. Back up your stuff, people. That's the first thing. Didn't back it up. And so I was just like, I can't, I'm not wasting my holidays getting this fucking computer fix. Like, it, I can't sit here for a whole fucking day. I only had two weeks off. I was like, fuck it. Fuck the punter and the dribbler. And I mean that with love. Like, I do not mean that as seriously as it may sound. But fuck you guys. I'm not making the best of. So now we're back. And we're ready to rip into what's, to, to, to what's happening right now. The yeah. contemporary side of sports in, in, in Australia, in the world at this current point. Eddie, Dylan Napa. Yeah. There's a bit going on there. There's a bit. There's a bit going well, on Well, there. there's a lot. There's a lot. There's if a, you know what I mean. There's a lot going on there. We watched the videos, so you didn't have to. We'll we'll break that down uh, for everyone. Yes. Because it's huge. Um, the the summary cricket looks specifically a couple of things. Smudge and Bancroft coming out with their 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 uh, little interviews, their mea culpas. Now, look, obviously some of this stuff's a little old, but we're sort of just trying to get everyone up to speed over the summer. Yeah, but we haven't talked about it. We haven't it. talked about it. We haven't seen each other. Eddie's been off gallivanting on different beaches throughout the country. That's right. Trying to bronze myself, Tom. That's right. Now, could it get hotter in this room? I don't know if it could. I'm sweating my ass off. I'm hung as fuck. I think it's, I think it's about time we just maybe get into the podcast. Oh, I'd like to just rip in, Tom. Okay, let's go. All right. Biggest story going around right now is the unfortunate sex tape leaking of Dylan Napa. Now, it was just one initially... Of, of Dylan putting in some work in a hotel room uh, alongside a friend of his. Since then, a second one has been released. Might be the greatest video on the internet at the moment, which sees <laughs> Dylan uh, sort of pretending to, to, to jack off while his mate... Well, he's Evans. touching himself, Tom. He's touching himself. And the second video has spawned what I would say is the greatest piece of journalistic sort of... Uh, writing that I've ever seen in my life, right? It's it's fucking amazing. So let me just read this one sentence explanation of of what's happening yeah. in the second Dylan Napa. That'd be nice. This time the video uh, this time the video allegedly shows a near naked Napa touching himself while a fully clothed person engages in some shadow boxing. Amazing. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Now let's get to the first one. So these have obviously been leaked. Yeah. 
Um, and the report now is with the second one that's come out that uh, there's like a disgruntled former teammate of Napa's intentionally leaking these and he's like gone and got legal advice and shit. You're kidding. Like he's had a falling out with a mate and... And this chook is... No, former chook is, uh, has gone about releasing the vids. Do you know who it is? No, I don't. I just have heard that. I was. How do you know it's a former chook? Well, that was what was reported. Okay. All whispers though. Really? Yeah. Now... I mean, look. Makes sense, though, because that video's old. Oh, that, the one, the, the one, the one where he's laying pipe. Yeah, so look, old. if you haven't seen him, if you're living under a rock, metaphorical otherwise, welcome to 2019. I can't believe you haven't seen it, but you're video obviously not one, in boys' groups. No, no, you no yeah, so you're not in a chat group, obviously. You've never been on WhatsApp before if you haven't seen these videos. Um, first one is Napa. Uh, basically, look, he's in a bed. Looks like they're on an away trip. He's rooming with someone. He's got his mate right next to him, which again always throws me through a bit of a loop. Like, I wouldn't want to be put Would you in. lay pipe next to me? Too? I certainly wouldn't, Edward. Mm. I mean, you maybe, but only you. Yeah. But otherwise, no. Yeah. And certainly not, like, I'd understand if it was like they're both, you know, they're sharing a room and you brought some chick back, the lights are off and, you know, you're like under the covers and, you know, like maybe it's a little bit more clandestine than that. But this is like... Lights on, get me on the top of her, right next... Like, there's no subtlety to this sexual encounter. Not that there has to be, but I'm just saying if I was fucking in a room that you were in, Eddie, subtlety would be the name of the game, I think. Yeah. Trying to sort of... I wouldn't be... Look, he's spitting in places where you spit sometimes. Yeah. Big puppy, big papa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's... Yeah. He's asking her to call him big papa, big puppy. Uh, is it big puppy because she's... Maybe of Latino descent. Yes, I, I don't say. know. I don't know. But she didn't is that where he's going? Is that his train of thought? Well, I don't know whether it's whether he's trying to maybe make her feel more comfortable by yep. using some Latino uh, <laughs> no, dialect. dialect. Yeah. Uh, terminology. Yeah. Maybe that is a maybe. Yeah. Just try, trying to ease her into it. Ay Dios mio. <laughs> Speaking the natural tongue, yeah, the yeah, native yeah. tongue. Look, tongue. that could be it. But yeah. then he also then says Big Papa. So I'm wondering if in the throes well, of passion ma- he meant Big Papa, <laughs> and then had to like correct himself. And she's now confused. She's like, Is it Papi or Papa? I'm not. Well, or maybe maybe he's gone to say Big Papa, thought he'd use the native tongue, the native dialect, yes. and uh, immediately regretted it. <laughs> immediately regretted Big Papi, and then was like, uh, I, I'm going to, you know what? As much as I'm trying to help make you feel comfortable here yeah. in some I'm now uncomfortable. sense, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. And how am I meant to lay pipe when I'm <laughs> trying to speak fucking Spanish? Yeah, yeah. It's not going to work. No. Now... So he's, he's thrown the big puppy, big puppy line out a couple of times. You can tell that, that she's a little hesitant to call him either, even if it is helping her, you know, using the, yeah. the, 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 the Latino dialect. Uh, she kind of like, ah, oh, what, big papa. Big... It, it, was, it was odd. And then, you know, his mate's there filming it. Now, the legal problem here is if Napa knows he's being filmed and the chick doesn't, trouble. But if she knows she's being filmed, play on. And the guy who leaked it's just in trouble. Yeah, so that's the thing. If she doesn't know it's been filmed, this is... That's, know, yeah, it's very grubby. It's fucking grubby. Now, we don't know that. We don't know that. There's no way to know. But we've seen the video. The video's out there, so we've got to talk about it. Now... Any word on who the filmer is? No I, no idea, but again, assume a teammate and possibly someone who just doesn't like him. Yeah. He's having fallen out with. Now, Eddie, look, in a time like this, it's always important for us to go to the sort of... The NRL penis power rankings, I think, here... Because he's laying pipe with something huge. But on the George Burgess scale, I don't think it's that impressive. No. If you're thinking about a, a soft George in a mirror. Right. okay. Look, we've all seen the photo. The- soft George. <laughs> soft George is immense. 
It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Okay? Now, if we assume, and I think we do, that Hard George is... Even... Is, 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 like, I don't think he's... I think he, he get, puts a... A few extra inches on top, oh, yeah, on the absolutely. soft. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you get school shoes, you need room to grow. That's like right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He gets him a couple of sizes big. <laughs> he gets a couple of sizes big because he's got he's got to grow into them. I, I would I would say this, Tom. I don't think hard napper stacks up to soft George. Even a third of soft George. No, dude. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, and listen, listen. Is that fair? A hard papa is fucking. Is is you know it's a sight to behold. Don't get me wrong. No one's no one's batting an eyelid at old Dylan Napa's hog here. Yeah. But what we're saying is on the on the soft George scale, where does it even rate? And it's not even half a soft. Doesn't George. rate a mention. Doesn't even rate a mention on the soft George scale. Um, so that first video came. Now look, I mean, a part of me has to also say like you do feel sorry for the bloke. Like it would be fucking embarrassing to have. Firstly, your sex tape leak, but then secondly, to be call, asking her to call you Big Papa, like that's, he's copping that for the rest of his career, right? Whether 100%. Field, he will be referred field. to as Big Papa or Big Puppy for the rest of his life. For sure. Shout out to the NRL roast, by the way, who literally, within half an hour of the fucking sex tape leaking, they were selling t-shirts, call me Big Papa, on their website. Very impressive. Got to strike while the iron's hot Very time. quick turnaround. I'd like, to, they would have sold a few, I reckon. Surely they would have. Um... I wouldn't wear one, though. No, I wouldn't either. A little crass, it's, although we were just talking about the size of George Burgess's penis. It's just a, you know... Yeah, but I'm not going to wear it on No, you. I'm not going to wear it. No. Not you know what I mean? Um, so the second one. So then the second one drops yesterday, which is Napa... Well, it starts off with Kane Evans shadow boxing. Someone showed this to me and I go, well, this isn't that fucking bad. I had no idea what, was gonna, what could have come. Uh, and so it was Napa... Sorry, it was Kane Evans shadow boxing, and then it pans around to Napa shirt off. He's naked. Well, he's got he's shirt off, pants pulled down. Oh, they down. Dick they? in his hands. Yeah, and he's pretending to jank himself while Kane Evans shadow boxes. So it goes Kane Evans shadow boxing across to Napa, fucking touching himself, touching himself, <laughs> and then back to Kane Evans shadow boxing, then back to Napa pretending to finger his ass. Oh no! And he's he's like he's. Bent over as well. Bent over. Now, <laughs> look, when I saw this one, obviously it's it's kind of worse in some way, but it's also not as bad in another. But it's kind of like, that's, I've got a million friends who would film that video. Dude, we actually did. Fucking my mate recreated it last night. Well, there you go. Do you now, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, it's play on. I, I it's couldn't play give a on. shit. It's just, you know. It's just not a good look. It's not a good look. I mean, but we've all done it, haven't we? We've all done something similar, you know, like maybe, some, maybe, like maybe, I mean, maybe not, 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 not exactly like that. Like I certainly haven't masturbated or, or, or you know, fingered my bum on camera. I've never Eddie. seen you touch yourself. No, and and Thank I God. and nor are you. But I've certainly seen friends do dumb shit and film it. It's just that he's dumb enough, or well, he's a league player, and so it gets it gets out there. Now, feel, do uh, do we expect more videos? I don't know. Because if this is some sort of revenge... WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks, you know... Style fucking... Napa no. Leaks, if yeah. you want to call it that. Uh, what, what's next? Yeah, what... Oh, where I does mean, Dylan go from to from here? Like, where does he take it? He's raising the bar. Well, the bar's going up. Unless you've got maybe a more recent sex tape. 
because that first one was old. It was a young Napa. Does he? Does he? You'd be interested to see how a how a like a fully grown Napa. Does he? Does he start in you know introducing objects perhaps? Maybe, maybe even is it is is the next one going to be with a teammate or something? You know what I mean? Look, really crass. Who knows? Who knows at this point? It's he'd all, be he'd be wigging though. He'd be wigging out, and I do feel sorry for him. Mm. But I mean, fuck. What do you you know? You reap what you sow. I guess so. Seed sowing, oat throwing. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Really, it's a young, it's a young throbber at work. Mm. Let's not, let's not, you know, beat around the bush here. It's a young throbber at work. Again, assuming everything uh, has gone ahead legally in terms of consent to film and all that sort of stuff, I am happy to support a young throbber in the prime of his life. I don't think he should really get in too much trouble for it. Do you reckon he'll get in trouble? I don't know. I mean, fuck, dude. It's a sex tape. Everyone does it. He wasn't breaking the law. Assuming he wasn't breaking the law. You know I think I mean? he's fine. Play on. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Unless the chick comes out and goes, I had no idea that you were filming. Yes. Then he's in trouble. Then he's in trouble. Now, uh, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else to really touch on there with Big Papa, but I uh, look forward to calling you that for the rest of your career. 100%. It's just, I mean, the rugby league soap opera, the off-season rolls on. Oh, bro. And, I mean, on that, not that there's too much else to touch on with the rugby league, but just it's obviously been the off-season from hell. And then 11 <laughs> days into 2019, you have Napa sex tape, Tau uh, Tau Moga allegedly uh, punching on with a cabbie in Newcastle, and then an entire Cronulla Sharks team banned from the Cronulla Sailing Club. The yep. entire fucking team. I think it's the whole club. The whole club, yeah. Every grade. Every grade. Banned from the fucking Cronulla Sailing Club because they're rugby league players and they obviously couldn't keep it together. There were like multiple fights breaking out in this place, apparently. I don't know how they fight so many people. It's fucking madness. <laughs> like, just get it, get it together. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> the entire club. <laughs> It's just, it's madness. It's madness, dude. Too much money, too much testosterone, too and they just and, and just let off the leash with a bit of that liquor in the belly, Tom. Yeah, I mean, dude. we've touched on that before. Well, they're wound so tight they're throughout so the year, t- you know, and they just fucking lose their mind. They lose it. I think. But are like, they do they go out looking to to throw? I don't know if they go looking to throw, but I think that they're like they're uh, probably because who's looking to throw with a leaguey? That's well, what I no want to know. one, but I mean, we, we saw in that Jack White Whiten video, no one's looking to throw the leaguey, but leaguey sometimes are looking to throw, <laughs> regardless. You know what I mean? Like, fucking, I mean, what about Hopper and, and, and Gallon? They're looking to throw with each other. Have you seen that thing getting heated 100%. Hopper, so funny, Dude, his rebuttal. Oh, his rebuttal is... Is is like uh, for those that don't know, they're fighting in a yeah. charity fight. Paul Gallon, John Abawadi fighting. I think February eighth. I'm super keen for it. I uh, might go. Really? What do you reckon? Where is it? Horden Pavilion, I think. Fuck, dude. I wouldn't rule that out, Eddie. It'd be pretty fucking funny, dude. There'd be some shady characters around there, dude. That'd oh, there'd be, be a, some. There'd be some dribblers. There'd there. be some absolute. Well, I'd almost say exclusively dribblers. <laughs> Uh, that sort of a that sort of a, a showpiece event really brings out the dribblers. That's like yeah, that is your. your it's like it, event. It's, yeah, it's a congregation of the dribblers. Absolutely, it's like their mecca, dude. They all like fucking <laughs> roam from far and wide to come and sit in one room and spout fucking bullshit. That dribbler don't, mecca, dribbler mecca, <laughs> Gallon oh, versus Hopperwadi. <laughs> Um, anyway, 
I'm looking forward to it. I don't really care who, which way that one goes. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I couldn't give a shit. No, I don't think boxing is going to be the winner. I can't. I don't imagine technique's going to be uh, a strong point. They're just going to be flailing around. Yeah, exactly. Hopper saying he's going to uh, bash him in and outside of the ring. And Gallen, <laughs> and Gallen saying he's going to end. And is, it's like, you're not going to play. It's the last spot you played. It's like, well, he is 50. Like, yeah, yeah. being like, real here. Hush. He, he is 50. And Hoppawati kept going, Oi, Gallen, mate. I'm going to, you know, you're ne- you'll never win an Origin series. And everyone's like, but he's won one, Hopper. <laughs> he captained it. So I don't know what you, I don't know. Oi, Gallen, you never won an Origin. No, he did. <laughs> he did, though. Who's, who's fucking filming this? Like, does... Do they not know either? Gallant captain of New South Wales in the drought breaker in 2014. <laughs> what are you talking about? John, what are you talking about? Wasn't his son in the side? Yeah, I think he, uh, Will might have played. <laughs> oh, God. But you know what? John does what he wants. That's true. John does. John's, <laughs> And if John decides you didn't win, then <laughs> you did it. No. All right, Eddie. The summer of Test cricket is over. Thank God. I well, mean, we do. Play, well, it isn't. We played Sri Lanka, but I'm talking about the main. Yeah, but it's not over. No, right. okay, you're right. Mm. I'll jump to start that again. Hey, the uh, <laughs> Test cricket series against India is over. Yeah, that's better. That's better. That makes more sense. We're in the business of getting it right. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, the series from hell, Eddie. We did win one Test. We didn't get any hundreds. Um, it couldn't have gone worse. It couldn't have gone well, well. unless we lost Unless we lost all of them. But you know what I mean, Punish Yeah, no, dribblers. exactly. You get it. Don't read too much in this. All our fears were realised, Tom. Yep. Uh, I think that that's a nice starting point. Yes. Um, Swamp Jr. once again failed to deliver. Yeah. As did Usman Khawaja. Oh, you mean our best batsman in the country? Yeah. He forgot that he averaged, or well, he used to average 60 in Australia. Yeah, I but I mean like. Well, he obviously forgot. Yeah, he forgot that. I mean, look, it's 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 not as easy to bat when you've got you don't have David Warner taking the the shine off the nut, Tom. No, but you'd think at least one of them. The only one that looked like they were even close was Cuss, Cuss Harris, who I like. I like Cuss. I can see Cuss being a, a custodian at the top of the order. I think I think he's almost. Well, I'll put it this way. He'll be there at the Ashes, I think. Yeah, he'll be there at the Ashes. You'd think so. Alongside David Warner. Yes. I would have assumed. You would, you would assume that that's what I happens. like him. I think he's got a nice temperament. Yeah, he's not. He's small, compact. Uh, he's got a couple of bucks, tons, I think. Uh, you know, a hard-fought 70-odd. A uh, couple of times. Like to see him going with it, but he's early in his career. Eddie. That's okay. It's all right. That's all right. I mean, that would, you know. No, I'm not going to accept it for too much longer, but it's all right. Now, listen, we're not going to go through and break down all these test matches. They're over. It's done. It sucked. We weren't good. Labashagni was fucking playing batting three and bowling. Like, it was weird. It was all weird, right? Well, what I found very strange about Labashag. No. I think I've I've heard it rhymes with champagne. So Labashane. Labashane. Labashagni. I'll be calling him because I haven't heard anything. I've never heard him say it. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, why the fuck was he batting a three? I don't know, mate. I don't know. Because he bats three for Queensland. Weren't you saying that there is like 15 people with better Sheffield Shield averages? There's at least 15. There's fuckloads. Or 25, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's heaps. There's heaps. So I think, and I reckon you'll agree with me here, why don't the selectors have to do press conferences? 
Yeah, that's actually a good question. I feel like they might though, or like you know, your Trevor Hones. I they think. don't. Yeah, I think he did one, but it should be like the, the thing is that I mean, it's the same because like Lang is a selector. Pretty sure Trevor Hones is a selector, and they do presses, but they just kind of go like, I like the look of him, or you know, yeah, he seems like he's you know, I like what he's about. You're like, but what about runs though? Like, what where does that come into it? Because they've now obviously after this test they've had a fucking few sweeping changes both both swamps have got the bullet finch gone and hanscom gone not mad at all of the at any of that um and then now they've brought back in smoke and joe burns they brought in renshaw and this new kid who apparently is a prodigy yeah will pakovsky thank you tom the balkan bulldog the balkan bulldog well i mean i don't know i'm assuming he's from somewhere fucking eastern europe oh this is new yeah, dude. <laughs> Mate, this is where they begin, bro. <laughs> uh, the Balkan man, you know, I assume he's Croatian, Serbian descent, something of that nature. Sure. Pekovsky. Okay. 20 years old. Now, look, I don't know anything about him other than apparently he's a prodigy. Yes. So, I mean... We'll see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Well, maybe. What I want to... What I want to know... This is what I want to say, Tom. It seems to me like cricket would be the easiest fucking sport to select for. Yeah, right. Because do you know what I mean? It's, it's like, like, do you fucking score runs or not? <laughs> Who scores the most runs? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's fucking, it doesn't make sense. No, I don't understand why Who you... scores the most runs? That's who gets the fucking job. Like, what are we, what are we talking about? <laughs> How does a bloke who's got the 25th worst average... On his 25th. Yes. In Sheffield Shield averages. In Sheffield Shield averages after people that aren't already in the side. Yeah. He's 25th. Yeah. And he bowls mediocre, mediocre spin, part-time. Mediocre is probably too generous of a word. He's a part-timer. He's a part-timer at best. And why was he batting in Ricky Ponting's spot? Yeah, that's it, right? Ricky's sitting there going like, oh... It doesn't make sense, right? And then then they, they... they make these new... They, they do all these changes. Matthew Wade still can't get in the side, and he's averaging 60 this year at Sheffield Shield. He's the mo- averaging the most of any player in the country. They're like, mate, we can't pick you as a specialist batsman because you're batting too low. It's like, but he's getting runs. They go, they go. you need to bat higher. And he's like, right, I will. Okay, I no, I no, but no, 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 information at the start. No, no, the no, but like, hey, they go, you, you need to bat higher, right? He bats at six. Yeah. Why couldn't he bat at six? <laughs> Why is Am it- I missing something? <laughs> like, what the fuck are we... What are we talking about? Is that not like like for like? Yeah, right. Bat him at six. Yeah. He doesn't have to open. No, we're not Bat him at six. We don't have a six. We can trap his head. I mean, he's all right. We he can bat at five. He can bat at five, can't he? Much of a muchness. Much of a muchness. Come on. It's the middle order. Let's just put him in there. That's kind of where he batted. He batted lower for Australia before that. So he's still batting up the order. He was a keeper batsman last time he was in. Now we're just picking him as a batsman. I mean, uh, look, honestly, <coughs> I don't know where we go to from here. No, I don't understand what the fucking thing is. But look. Now, look, I mean, that said, these new selections may bring some some, ch- some, some positive. I mean, look, if we don't get some tons against Sri Lanka, then... We may as well not go to England no, in fucking yeah, June exactly. and just forfeit yeah. and just be done with it. Yeah, yeah, wave the white flag. You know what I mean? Yep. We may as well just fucking put it, call it now. Now- Give him the urn back. Was Glenn Maxwell hard done by, do you think? 
Dude, I don't know what he's done. I don't know who. Has he fucked someone's wife? He's fucked someone's wife or something, dude. It, something's happened, bro. Show's fucked up. He's done something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know what? We saw him on Tinder. That's true. We did. With his Wearing that gold necklace. That gold now, necklace. Max, if you haven't seen it, look for stiff it. Stiff shit. Yeah. But, you know, the way he was looking with that gold necklace on, Tom. I would have thought pretty hard to resist. Oh, Mr. Steal Your Girl. So I'm definitely leaning towards the possibility that Maxwell has himself fucked a teammate's laid wife, some pipe. A selector's wife, mm. coach's wife, daughters, maybe. Maybe Langer's daughter. Si- si- uh, siblings, Langer's. It could be, you know what I mean? Coaches. Maybe. This is all alleged. Oh, this is all absolutely do your own research here, but we're yeah. saying look into it. Yeah. Because <laughs> something must have happened. So, look, something's happened because Maxwell cannot get a run. Because the thing is, like, obviously I'm not saying that Maxie's, like, you know, the first person picked for a test side, but when it's, like, between him and Hanscom, you're like, well, what's Hanscom doing? What uh, On Hanscom, look, seems like a terrific bloke. Oh, yeah. Boys seem to like him. They get around him. Yep. Can't fold him as a bloke. No. I did find it very odd that someone whose technique is clearly fucked was recalled. Right. But then he, when he was recalled, he was standing further Am out. Am I missing crease. something? I tell you what, I, this is just on this. And this is... Now, Eddie, when I, every batsman in the country that's retired says he can't bat... With that technique. Where, am, where are we at? No, I know. You just bring, we drop him for a test and then bring him back. But my question further to that is, I understand, Eddie, that there is a... Difference in the game from one days to test to, to pajama cricket 2020s. But how Hanscom can not score a run uh, in test cricket and then go and hit 73 in a one dayer? I'm like, surely. No, yesterday in the one dayer. Oh, day yeah, up, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm like, how? They're not that different. It's still cricket. <laughs> They're still playing cricket here. Sean Marsh got a fucking 40 or a 50. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know how you can't get fucking runs. Even if you're like, oh, well, you know, the approach is different. Well, maybe just take a little bit more of that approach. Yeah, yeah. If you're scoring runs in one day, play like that. Play because what you're like doing that. in the test arena isn't working. No. You know what I mean? What's that old saying? Like, it's the definition of insanity is to... Do the same thing and expect the same... Exactly. Now, now, I did want to talk about the MCJ pitch. Apparently... They've come out and said so. We were concerned. We weren't concerned. There was a chance I thought that they were going to get another poor rating from the ICC, and yeah. then they would have missed a fucking. They would have had to like. They wouldn't have been able to host tests. Yes, but apparently they'd reset their. They reset the thing, so yeah. it was like they've got another five years worth right, to fucking right. ruin. But they gave it an average anyway, yeah. because it fucking did a bit in three and four. But I heard on the radio the curator said that it could take up to five years to get the pitch right. Yeah. Now, what fucks me off is how the MCC, Melbourne Cricket Club, in all their wisdom, Mm. have been given the Boxing Day slot, Tom. The most prestigious sporting day on the calendar, you could argue. Yeah, I'd say that. And they've done nothing about their pitch. They've just gone, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck ya. Like, Oi. nah, you know, like, yeah, like, mate, yeah, maybe we could try and produce an, a, a, a pitch that's going to be fucking entertaining for the viewers, yep. which is the whole fucking point, is it not? Yeah. 
or we could just go, nah, nah. You know what? We're gonna, we're just not gonna fucking do anything about it, no. and we're just gonna wheel out the same old pitch every year. And you know what? We know it was shit last year, and the year before, and, and the year before. And but quite frankly, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. If I was the CEO of Cricket Australia, I'd go, well, fuck it. If you don't get it right next year, as in, if the games leading up to the test, Sheffield Shield matches aren't any good, then we'll just strip you. Yeah. And take the second one to Sydney. Yeah. Two two Sydney tests. Why not? Back, back, back to back. back. You know what it reeks of, Tom? It reeks of Elitist. elitism. Yeah. Fuck Melbourne, dude. It's a Melbourne attitude, though, as well. Seriously, Melbourne. So we arrive at the one days. One days. Comprehensive win. Comprehensive win. Do we care about one days? World Cup year, so we do. So we do. That's right. That's that's it. Yes. World Cup year, so if this absolutely. was held, If this was held on December 30 last year... Wouldn't give a shit. Wouldn't give a flying I fuck. I wouldn't even mention it. Wouldn't rate a mention. Now... Off the back of yesterday's comprehensive win. Against, are they the world number one in one days? Oh, they'd be close. They'd be close. Maybe it's England right now. Now, look, what it does prove is that the nation and our teams don't care about World Cups unless it's a World Cup year. So one day. One day is unless it's a World Cup year. Yes. Now, as soon as the clock, or the calendar rather, flicked over to 2019 a la World Cup year... The boys have started to get into some work. And I don't think it's too early to predict a six. A six? No, I mean, we beat India. And remember, punters, dribblers, that when this World Cup rolls around, we still have two absolute ODI throbbers to work back into the team somewhere in Smudge and D-Warns. So Stoinis looking every bit a sexual icon of cricket mm. uh, yesterday. Got a cool haircut. I thought Got it was pretty trendy. I want it, dude. I was looking at it going, I want that stoyness. I mm. want to get a photo of him. I want to go down to my local barber and go, oi, give me the stoyness. Give me the stoyny. Give me the stoyny, please. Now, will I get it? Maybe not. Maybe I will. Is 29 too old to get that haircut? Maybe not, but once you're 30, it is. So maybe if I get it before then. <laughs> I think you need to get it soon. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> um... <laughs> Look, I don't want to break down the one day. Who gives a fuck? I don't give it. No, I'm we just won. saying. I yeah, think yeah. We're, I'm just saying. I, just I think, think we'll win, win our six. six. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying, no, Tom. No, and it. if you can't get around your nation winning another WC, then no, fuck then, off. And you're not worth it. You're not worth yeah, our no, time. No, just kindly leave. I'm just excited for England to not win one again, and That's South it. Africa to not win one again, and us to win one. And again. the good thing about England not winning one is that they are, I think, the favourites to win it now because I think they are number one in one days, um, and they're the favourites, and that is when they are most vulnerable because they can't handle being favourites for anything. They shit the bed. Uh, need I remind you of a, a little thing called the Rugby World Cup in 2015 when they hosted? Yes. And I believe they were knocked out in the pool matches. Uh, that, that is true. Knocked out in the pool stages uh, by us. Yep. Which is all, all the more sweet. So anyway. are we going to see a repeat of that? I mean... There's every chance. That's, is it a Rugby World Cup year as well this year? Fuck, we got a big year of sport in 2019. Huge year, bro. Huge in Japan. Year. Except we're not very oh, good. Oh, we're not very good. No, it won't be a great year for Australian sport, but a great year for sport in general. But I tell you what, the boys can get a, get us off on a nice, a nice footing if they win the Ashes and then win the World Cup. And then win the Rugby World Cup. Yeah. That'd be a, that'd be a massive year. Look, anything less than that, is considered a failure. That's it. It's an absolute failure. Anything less than three victories. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Two two World Cups and an Ashes, please. Yeah. It, anything less than that is absolute failure. Absolute calamity, failure. And uh, heads must roll. Heads them. must roll. <laughs> Careers must be ended. Yes, yes. Uh, and people sent... Because I think that... I, I mean, look, 
I, I, I need to, I feel like I need to remind my fellow Australians in this, what you could argue are dark times. Yes. The sporting that, dark ages. That, that doesn't change our mentality. No. It's, it's win at all costs. And if we don't, we've failed. No, I'm not. No, Australians aren't. I'm not tempering my fucking. Insatiable appetite for victory. <laughs> no. No, just because we don't win anymore, <laughs> I'm not going to start like being happy with a draw. Mm. You know what I mean? No. If, if a draw is my only option, like in a test match where it's either draw or lose, absolutely you take a draw. Of course. But I'm never satisfied with the draw. <laughs> I'm never satisfied with anything but victory. That's right. So with that, obviously... So we obviously need the Ashes. We need two World Cups. I'd also like to throw into the ring another shield. Oh, yes, absolutely. Another shield would be good for New South Wales and maybe a ring for the Seagulls. Would that be our perfect year? <laughs> That's it. So uh, we'll go... We'll take a, a, a Cricket World Cup, please. Yeah. We'll take a side of Ashes victory. Yeah. I'd also... Uh, if I can, for my entree, have a Rugby World Cup victory. Mm. Origin Shield for New South Wales and a Premiership ring for the Manly Seagulls. That's dessert, baby. That's dessert. Okay. The little ring on top. Okay. Um, now, while we are on Cricket Eddie, yep. some very exciting news for the punter dribbler. Very exciting news. Baggy Green's legitimately en route. Now, we've been saying that for a while. <laughs> and you'd be... You know, uh, the punter and the dribbler would be uh, understand. It would, it would be understandable if the punter and the dribbler were like, "Hmm, is this another one of their? Is this another best of? Yeah. Is this another best of podcast that they'll talk about and it'll never happen?" No, incorrect. Baggy greens are being made now mm. by uh, Baggy Caps. Baggycaps.com. Eddie looks like he's about to vomit in the studio here. That hungover, I'm not like we are. He is especially that hungover. He literally almost threw up. Um, yeah, baggycaps.com. Found him on there. They make uh, like they make baggies, basically baggy greens, whatever color you want. But they do them for like cricket clubs all across the country. Um, and so we've got a couple of these bad boys. We've got eleven being made. Eleven. Eleven. So there's obviously going to be the Hello Sport eleven. So obviously, we're part. We're, we're captains. We're opening. We're captains. We're opening and captains. Yeah, both captains. Like obviously, we need to go out and set the standard. Set the standard, right? So obviously, we open. Uh, there's no vice captain. It's just two captains, and we open. Now, chances are you guys will never bat because we are that good, right? But at least we, we've got. We need an eleven under us. But, but but we need you know, look. We otherwise, we forfeit. The bowling. We open the bowling, and we rarely ever. Go off. No, well, we got most. Like our spells don't end. No, that's it. Do you know what I mean? Because we get thrown pretty quickly. Oh, well, it's leg spin. So. Now, leg spin from both ends. From both ends. To open the On a fast, bouncy wicket. Yeah. Um, I'm more your traditional leggy, whereas Tom likes to bowl wrongins. So. I bowl exclusively wrongins. <laughs> so you could almost call me an offie. <laughs> But he's not. But I'm not, though. He's a wrist spinner wrist that just bowls li- the wrong. wrong it. Yeah. Uh, and also, my leggies don't turn. No, so. <laughs> yeah, we call them Zampers. <laughs> my stock ball is the Zamper. It's the Zamper. They're not spinning. It's like spin delivery. <laughs> <laughs> now, um... Look, if you want to be a part of the 11, you're going to have to start getting some work in. Yes. We've already got we've already got four four baggies that are out. So you've actually only got 
Now, look. I don't know what the maths is on that, the fast math. Dude, There's not many left. We've definitely only promised two. We've promised two. We've got one going to, I think, Portland or something in America. Mm. And, and one going to England. England. Yes, we are international. We're international here. Yes, we are international. You think that we talk shit, but yeah. we don't. <laughs> well, we do, but this is not. <laughs> yeah, this is not this shit. This is not shit. This is legit. This is real. Yeah. Now, we'd like to hand some out domestically as well. Absolutely. You want to see some some Australian punter dribblers knocking about in a bit. But you need to tell us why you deserve one. Like, it's as simple as that. And if you want to send us, like, video messages, you can do that too. Absolutely. Skits? Yeah. Sure. Do, there is no video criteria. submissions will be accepted. <laughs> There's no criteria here for selection here. Like no. you, we just basically can go. Oh yeah, that might be worth a, B- a BG. Yeah, Do, you're like, oh yeah, cool. You send us your own Napa videos. Mm. You know, and I don't mean of Napa, but you guys recreating it. Yeah. Maybe not with, you know, I'm just just send us something. Yeah. If you want to do it, your own version of a NARPA video. doesn't have to be a video either. No, it doesn't. You could pen us a nice letter. That's it. I mean, it's up to you. Dude, there's something, there's actually sort of a some, an elegance to the written word as opposed yes. to a typed word. So if you want to write us uh, a letter and send it in. Write a letter and take a photo take of a it. Take a photo of it. That's probably easier because we don't have a mailing address, a PO box. No, not yet. We want to restore some pride to the baggy green. Uh, yeah, and so we thought. Well, we're never. We're not going to be. Able, we're make, let's make our own mm. and restore pride to that. <laughs> Create pride. Create pride. Build pride in your own BG. Now that's what we're saying. Baggy greens on route twenty nineteen. Huge year. Moving on. Is Bonnie Payne the best looking wag in the history of the Australian cricket team? She's like. Is has there been a? And I'm saying this in like. She seems like a wholesome lovely person as well like she's not sort of your uh, flashy wag she's just good looking just gorgeous she's just gorgeous yeah not flashy in not that flashy in the sense in of the, the word in, in your sort of not flashy in your Lara Bingle sense and I guess Lara Bingle you'd say is probably the hottest wag of all time but she was kind of not a wag she sort of marched the beat of her own drum. Yeah, I don't largely. know. She wasn't a wag. No. So, but she was a wag. But you know what I mean. But Bonnie Payne's got banter, mate. She put up the photo of her with Richard Pant, babysitting their kids. She's obviously the captain of the wags. So, like, you know, she holds a very prestigious spot in Australian cricket, in Australian sport, Eddie. I just don't think there's anyone better. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. Um, good to see Nathan Lyons, new flame uh welcomed into welcomed the back into the setup now this was some phenomenal journalism from the daily telegraph Eddie, look uh or otherwise known as men's women's weekly mm. uh and it was talking about i'm not sure if her name is it emma mccarthy i'm not sure but nathan lyon's smoke show of a girlfriend now you know befitting a man of his stature in australian sport that's yeah. for sure well when you're fourth all time that's it when you're fourth all time almost third could go second. Um, the Daily Telegraph reported about this, though, but now uh, Nathan Lyons' new miso has finally been welcomed into the WAG setup. They've sort of, I think they sort of iced her out for a little bit out of respect. She was exiled out of respect. For Lyons' previous misses. Now, I think they gave her a one year exile. Yeah, well, I'm it's not a one year sure. probationary period. Look, and That's I've, fair, I've heard it was to the day. Yes, absolutely it was. It was like, we'll give you. A, uh, Sydney test, I think, was when she was first sort of ushered in. She was unveiled. She was unveiled, given yep. her cap. Yes. And then... Coincided with... That whole week. That's what happened. Pink happens. test. Pink test. So she's given a year of probation. You know, let's see where this goes, Emma. We're not prepared to just let you straight in. 
year of probation by the second time by the Sydney test the following year so this year they thought all right she's 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 done her time now yes and now we welcome her as more of a she's allowed to be a bit more front and center in the wag photos because you know Cummins is misos smoking yeah Bonnie Payne smoking Gary Lyons smoking yeah I mean, look, they've got they've got a pretty tidy outfit. The wags you have to you'd have to agree. I, I'd say this could be the best looking wag set up that Australia's dished out for what the history of cricket. Maybe I'd like to. I'd like to. I mean, I'm not going to do it. I know and you're not either. But I would like to see fo- the eleven, the wag eleven, year on year, just to see where they do sit in the in the annals of history. In the annals of history, that's right. In the history of wag cricket, I would say. Right now, there would be this would be the best looking wags. You're calling it. I'm calling it. Also, because I think as well, back in the day when we had our great great sides, uh, they I'd almost say you know one of the reasons we were so good was that I think as we've said, flashy wag is often to the detriment of the of the sports person, um, and I think that. It was exemplified through that era of dominance for us where almost to a man, there was not one flashy wag in that setup. Almost none. <laughs> now, there's the hottest wags we've ever seen and we might be the worst team ever. Yeah. So look, Sean once again, once, well. it, once again, our metric stacks up. Yeah. Under scrutiny, under pressure, That's it. under the microscope, yep. it once again delivers in spades. Up. It holds up. So, look, I'm not going to go back through the annals. No. Do your own research. For sure. Dior. Dior. But we're just making a guess. Yeah, and our guess is now fact. Oh, can we just talk about Bancroft and his, uh, his, like, his interview where he sort of come back as this like born again yogi and he's like fucking taking photos of himself like sitting on rocks doing fucking yoga poses I'm not buying what you're got, selling he's got beads all over him and shit and didn't like, he say that he was going like, to, he was considering quitting, quitting cricket, cricket to become and- a full time yoga instructor like oh no you weren't no you weren't this is and look I get that what these guys went through was probably far worse than the actual crime they committed wasn't that bad but you know these guys are, but they're now excuse me, coming back, trying to do this whole image overhaul. Smith, you know, look, Smith is just a, a, an, uncharism- an uncharismatic man who can swing a, bl- a piece of wood better than anyone else in the world, right? He's a savant. He's a savant. He's almost like, you know, when you see those people and they're like maybe suffering from autism, but it gives them like an absolute, you know, they can fly over London and they can draw the whole cityscape from memory. Mm. Steve Smith has sort of got that level of savantism where it's like, no, socially, obviously inept, you might even say, mm. but with a cricket bat in hand, phenomenal. I'll get to Smith in a second because he's also done some ads and shit that I just, you know. But so in this whole attempt to like media manage their return to cricket, Bancroft's fucking come out, throwing water under the bus. We already knew all that shit anyway, but this whole yoga thing where it's like, yeah, look, you know, I'm fucking, I'm doing yoga now. I was going to leave cricket for it. Look at me, take some photos of me looking all like fucking forlorn and, you know, trying to like zen. zen and like yoga's my way back. It's like, dude, I'm not knocking yoga. Don't mind yoga. Bit of hot yoga, bit of Bikram, Eddie. Mm. I can get around it. Well, you're a Bikram boy. I'm a Bikram boy. But 
just come back and play cricket, hey? Like, just come back and go, look, I'm sorry, I'm back now. I'm going to try and... Don't, through, through weight of runs. Like, don't wrap it up in something. No. Because it's so it's so much more transparent than clearly you realise. That's it. We can see what's going on We here. know what you're doing. No. You're trying to fucking pretend like you're a new man and that's been achieved through yoga that's and you're zen and, and zen fucking and you've chilled. And, and you're, you've, you've reached enlightenment. You're not a fucking Buddhist. No. Sorry, mate. And I don't even know if yoga's Buddhist, but, you know... But you know what we're saying. But you get what we're saying. Look, don't ask us to be completely spot on with our references, punters, dribblers. If you were at the start of the year, if you were trying to sell cherries, champ, cherries, you'd, you'd he'd be broke. He wouldn't be able to sell cherries at Christmas time. This bloke, right? Okay. And who doesn't fucking buy cherries at Christmas? At Christmas time. Now I'm still struggling to kind of understand what you mean, though. Because I'm not buying what he's selling. Oh, okay, right, right. Are right. you with me, Tom? Now I'm here. I'm here. I've arrived. I get you. No, I wouldn't buy cherries from Bancroft at Christmas time. <laughs> no way. Are you kidding me? No <laughs> way. Not even if it was on Christmas Day and, it's, and we realised we'd forgotten them. I'd go, yeah. well, we're going without. Yeah. I yeah. don't care if Cam's at the end of my driveway selling <laughs> cherries. I'm not buying them. No. Not off There's him. There's no way. Not off you, mate. No. I don't trust it. No. I don't trust it. Just, you know what? No, enough with the downward dogs, brother. Come back mm. and play <laughs> yeah. some cricket. Yeah, yeah. Win me over through weight of runs, not through fucking downward dogs, bro. There's no glory at the end of a downward dog. We angered some fans during the week, Eddie. We uh, we really, we drew the ire of uh, some Alex Diminor fans on social media. Mm. And Diminor reached out. He's a friend of the show. He gets it. He gets He's our, a friend of the show. He's a friend show. of the show. He gets our humor, old Dimmer. But we uh, we noticed, some of our eagle-eyed interns noticed on uh, online that Alex Diminor, you know when tennis players, they sign the screen after a win? Yep. What you would also know about tennis players is that usually children of prodigious talent or children of pushy parents are usually pulled out of school, do a bit of homeschool. They've got maybe a tutor or something so they can basically play tennis their entire young lives. Yes. So then by 19, you can be playing the Australian Open as Alex Diminor is. So our interns did a little research on Diminor, found out he was homeschooled. And then saw him signing the camera after a win. And we just noticed that homeschooling has clearly done wonders for his tennis uh, tennis career. But his handwriting, there was a lot to, left a lot to be desired. Pretty ordinary. It was pretty ordinary. I'd say maybe kindergarten, year one level handwriting. Now, look, he made the case of saying, I was writing backwards. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you write backwards? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's, again, homeschooling, right? <laughs> you shouldn't write backwards, you goose. <laughs> he hasn't even been taught how to write. Yeah, no, you actually write forward, no, left to right. Yeah, no, sorry, dude, you meant to write forwards. Not right to left. He's like, because he obviously, he, again, reaching out, friend of the show, Dibinor, yeah. he, he mm. commented on the, the video we put up, mm. and he was like, pretty hard to write in reverse, champ. And you're like, well, why would you write in reverse, <laughs> yeah. Alex? Who told you to write in reverse? Who told you to write in reverse? That's just ludicrous. <laughs> so off the back of that. Look, a couple of Diminor fans. We're Diminor fans. We're Diminor fans, but we're it, friends of the Damon. But, the, but the, also, his his fans started coming after us on yeah. Instagram. Oh yeah, they were pissed off. The twelve year old uh, uh, account holder of the Diminor fan club. I can't remember his name. The kid, but he came after us. Said we were fucking rude, Eddie. Yeah, didn't like that. I don't like being accused of being rude. No, we were merely pointing out that Alex plays great tennis, but can't write for shit. 
I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. I think it's in some ways it's a compliment. That's Obviously, it. working so hard at his tennis game that he neglected his handwriting. To- and his handwriting is of such a poor state, Tom, that it clearly reflects, I think, positively <laughs> on his tennis. <laughs> He's so good at tennis. He and might, like, if you, I mean... If he's got anything to go by, he from, might win the Australian Open. From what I've heard, Federer scribbles. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Federer types. He can't even write. So anyway, Eddie, look, just putting a bow on what's been another award-winning podcast. First of 2019, getting it off on the right. Uh, is critical acclaim too much? No, I don't think it's too much. I think it's spot on, in fact. Um, but I just think that we should probably give the VB, the first VB of 2019, Eddie, to the uh, the twelve year old Diminor fan who was trolling us on Instagram. Now you can see these comments at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. If you can be fucked, it's not that fu- it's not that crazy. We've also, about them. also if you're not following us, oh, if you're not following us and you're not really a fan of the show, uh, there's been some phenomenal content going there's up. There's been some I mean, huge content of late. Look, I mean, I'm not one to pat my own back, Tom. No, but I will. Oh, absolutely, pat pat. Well, I'll pat yours. Yeah, and I'll You've pat yours. You've been doing some phenomenal work. We've got to get around it. You know what I mean? I mean, it's also the interns. Uh, funniest, funniest Instagram account voted ever. F- voted funniest Instagram Is account of 2019. Much? Well, it made it, it was voted. We didn't fucking. Say well, that's it. true. It's not us saying it. Yeah, when you voted, it's a vote. It's a vote. People, it's a, it's, you know. it, that's just how it works. But so Aaron Puglia, uh, the twelve-year-old. Uh, Alex Diminor, super fan. He gets the VB for this week because he can't take a joke. He's 12, though. I mean, I guess you got to cut him some slack. Yeah. We haven't had a beef with a 12-year-old before, so this is uh, this is new territory for us. Have a midi. We'll give him a midi. He's young. He's young. He's young. Easy man. Yeah, easy man. We can't give him a full fucking nah. skewy of vibes for his first drink. No, no, no. We're giving this kid his first drink. Yeah, yeah. Well, easy man. Easy man. With a midi. And we maybe give him, like, extra dry. Yeah, give so, him a super dry. Give him a super dry. Or no, no an extra no, dry. Teds, Ted's, Ted's, yeah. A midi of Ted's. <laughs> Enjoy that, mate. Yeah, no, I think anytime we're giving out alcohol to an underaged winner, it's got to be a midi of Ted's. Yeah. So, Aaron... <laughs> Please enjoy. Aaron Puglia, the, the, the Diminol super fan, here is a midi of Ted's for you. Thanks for reaching out. It's great to be back. It's great to be back, Tom. Well um, done pulling yourself off the fucking deathbed. I pulled, do this pulled myself off the deathbed. Uh, it's a Sunday, punters, dribblers. Yeah. Uh, so, so this is usually if when you, we're in you can't question our... Commitment? Commitment. To you, the punters. To dribblers. staying number one. Yeah, that's it. To remaining atop the heap. Because when you're up here... On, and it's, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty lofty up here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's always people trying to bring you down. Nipping at your heels. Yeah. And we're just not letting that happen. No, nah, we're no. stomping on we're toes. Stomping. Huge year 2019. Huge. We're back. We're back. A uh, lot of big interviews lined up. Yeah. Uh, can't say much more than that. No, absolutely not. Can't reveal uh, too much. Look, just huge um, interviews. Wrapped in secrecy. Absolutely. But just no huge interviews huge. coming. Huge. Absolutely uh, monstrous. Um, great to be back. <laughs> Good uh, to be here, Tom. Uh I think it's time to go. I think it's time to go. Baggy greens literally being sown as we speak, Eddie. Excellent. Handmade. So we'll have them on momentarily. Chinese merino wool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs>